It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. off 2023 with two really rough ones yeah can i just say like it is an absolute fucking travesty that santa claus is getting six episodes and what we watched today is only getting this 45 minute so (laughs) so i'm we're gonna we're gonna talk about something that i i i'll start with this i did not hate this special i like this special yeah I think that I had the unfortunate case of watching this special after the rest of the internet had watched it and threw all of this, like the greatest Christmas special that's ever okay. been produced praise yeah, on it. I so like that. when I sat down and watched it, I kind of felt like that was it. Huh? Yeah. Like I, like I felt yeah, very I'm like underwhelmed by it because we, le- of that. we legit watched it the day it came out. And I think so, if I watched it the day it came out, I'd be like, oh, my God, it's so good. But, like, yeah. this was definitely a, like, calm down internet. Yeah. This <laughs> like, was, the, the, like, certain things. And and I I do really like this. But I almost think it's also piggybacking, piggybacking on the fact that everything new I've watched so far for Christmas this year has been so shitty yeah, that I, I'm like, oh, this was fucking great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoyed this. I don't think that this would be an every year watch for me, no, but no, no, maybe no, no, like no. in every other year yeah. thing, like I'd be like, oh, how what that was fun. Like now yeah. there's a movie that we're going to be talking about in a couple weeks and you haven't watched it yet. That's why we aren't recording it yet. Yeah. Which is at this point in time, the only new thing this year that I'm like, yep, that's going in the yearly watch yeah. bucket. Um, yeah. I don't want to overhype it too much though. Cause I am terrified that we hit record and you're like, I fucking hated it. I don't <laughs> like, think I will, man. I don't think I don't that you think will, will either, but I don't want to, I don't want to predict emotions yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but we are talking about the guardians of the galaxy holiday Fuck special yeah. that dropped on Disney plus. It is the end of phase four. Thank fucking christ which is now that you just said that 
it the phase four really did end the way that it came through <laughs> like just with the yeah because this is good but this is what we wanted to end phase four on like i'm I've, so confused with i this feel like i feel like all of, of phase four could be described as i mean it was good question mark <laughs> yeah that's how i felt with most of the movies i didn't outwardly hate any of them but i was just i like, hated this is ragnarok a... that you mean love and thunder <laughs> or thought yeah love and thunder haven't watched that yet still haven't seen wakanda Fuck, forever dude. I'm, I, I'm... I, I could have swore we i thought we ended up talking about no nope. it's it's been sitting no. on my it's been sitting on my watch list and no one's really been enthusiastic about it <laughs> so it's made it real hard to be like i'm gonna sit down and watch this for two hours i think you need to I, I really well, need to talk about we, that movie with someone that will genuinely have a conversation with me about it. But all right. So this Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. thing, it's the second to last thing James Gunn will be doing for the MCU. Um, so he's we doing Guardians one more Guardians and then he's movie. done. And then he's done. And he's said on the record that it's like it is a definitive conclusion to the guardians saga as far as he sees it they all go out the rogue one style yeah so i don't know maybe they all die i i honestly would not be shocked if he killed a couple characters yeah i wouldn't be shocked either i mean everybody's kind of turned their back on chris pratt so i'm sure he's like fuck it send me off (laughs) just just blow me up i could care less chris pratt is weirdly the person with the least amount of screen time in yes. his own holiday special. It's this strange. Is, this is very true. And I, I'm scared to put this out into the, to the ether. I kind of, I kind of like Chris Pratt again. Yeah. I look, my like- <laughs> distinct, I have never disliked Chris Pratt. I, so, so there was a podcast. I'm not sure if you ever listened to it. And I, for, for the life of me, I have forgotten what this podcast is called, which is embarrassing. But it was uh, Renee from WWE and AEW, uh, Dean Ambrose's wife. She had a podcast with her friend in Canada, and they would talk about stuff. And their big thing different than the Oral Sessions show. Yes, this was literally just her and a friend talking like whatever the fuck. Okay, and they had this ongoing campaign, which was bring back Fat Pratt. Um, which, which they're like, we're not even talking about Fuck body yeah. image stuff. They're like, we're talking about the personality that was Fat Pratt versus like slender, like in shape Chris Pratt. We're just yeah. two very different personality types, yeah. and like, we want we want a return of the Fat Pratt personality, which was just like the bubbly, goofy best friend that you yeah. could hang out with, and like, yeah. something happened around like the Jurassic World movies where that started to really fall apart, and he was like action star Chris Pratt. I know he's getting ripped to shreds over he, the Mario stuff, which whatever, I, dude. It's as soon as Mario. It was announced that Illumination was doing Mario. Yeah, I, you already wrote it off. You're yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'll watch it. But I mean, but I mean, I'm not gonna sit. Here. It's not for me. No, it's the same it's, as it's the same it's as whenever. Me. Whenever Sony is behind some type of Marvel property, I yeah. already like mentally, I'm like, well, this is gonna not be as good as I want it. To exactly. Be. Like, yeah. like I've already but, made that deal in my head, and then I get to be surprised and excited when it's better yeah. than I anticipated. Yeah. Like, and you know what? All of the I don't know if you've watched any of the the Super Mario trailers recently. But I saw the very first one and said, huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they just put out a new one and it was pretty good, dude. Yeah. The fucking Mario Kart's in it. Rainbow Road. Donkey Kong shows up and yeah, beats I the just, shit out of Mario. I it's didn't... fucking great. Look, we've already had this conversation a million times. The internet decides that they are ready to vilify and hate somebody. And like yeah. that is the case. And my thing is like, 
I don't think Chris Pratt's hurting anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I think that he's a little weird. I think he's a little too religious. And yeah. he is very coy about his his voting yeah. record, which, like, is totally within his right. This yeah. is, like, a thing that has changed in the last couple of years where, like, we used to be, like, never talk about religion, never talk about yeah. your pol- politics in now public. It's and now some people fucking that's all they about. want to talk about. But, like, I don't, I don't think that, Look, man, like literally today, the news story on Rolling Stone is like Kanye West says, I like Hitler. Like, like, uh, you know, I don't think Chris Pratt's on that level. Exactly. Like, Like, listen, I I understand that he is and it may be worse than this. I don't know. I may be out of the know, but he's like attending a church that is um, questionable questionable with what it believes with with questionable beliefs. Dude, I I it's not that I don't care like I wish he wouldn't do that but at the same time it's like it's it's not my prerogative like I mean it's it's his and it's like do I enjoy his entertainment yes I enjoy the entertainment of a lot of fucking people who are shitty some people way fucking worse than he was we've talked about uh shows put on by people way fucking worse than he is yeah like like you there is a way to separate art from the artist art from the and artist. i mean instance, i i would i don't think I, he's that bad no i would actively this is going to sound insane i would actively want to hang out with chris pratt sooner than i want to hang out with dan Harmon. and i Fuck think that yeah. dan Harmon, like i think dan Harmon and i probably agree on a lot more stuff yep but he seems like a way shittier person to yeah. spend time around yeah <laughs> like, for sure but anyway, well, sure. this is not what this show is about. It's about the joy of Christmas. Yeah. The joy the joy of Christmas that comes to me right away when I watch the special is that they do this very cool, like, almost like a throwback to the CBS TV special yeah. uh, thing where it's like, the as it's like cutting across the word like a Marvel special or whatever. So, and then, so what's funny is when they do the Marvel special, did you notice the Marvel logo? No, the Marvel logo itself, like the interstitials with the the movies, are still the same because it's the Marvel Studios movies. They haven't yeah. done a holiday thing except for Iron Man three. Um, the comic strips portions are all pulled from Christmas editions of the comics, so oh, that's it's really dope. cool. It's like it's a really quick like two seconds. Th- that but is you know it does like the an... flip through. It's yeah. so funny. Like you see like comic book Santa and shit like that. It's so fun. Such and then an they unnecessary got, then they the detail. Christmas, and then they got the Christmas lights around the Marvel logo. I'm like, yeah, cool. it's nice. It's nice. It's cool. And, it's cool. And then you know my ass was loving that this kicks Dude, off with the Pogues. The Pogues <laughs> kicked in. And I immediately was like, you're going to love the Guardian soundtrack. I think I texted you and was like, yeah. the soundtrack's so good. And that was, I had heard the Pogues, and then two songs later came my fucking Christmas jam, Christmas well, tree. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll get in there. But yeah, yeah the, so the Pogues kick in. I also was like overhyped by this because someone said that it pulls a lot of influence from the Star Wars holiday special. Literally, Which, the influence being there's a cartoon portion. <laughs> there's a, and the animation style that they went yes, with is very similar yes. to to that. What When I heard that, yeah. my weird brain was like, oh, my God, are we doing Life Day but with Groots? Like a bunch of be, Groots oh, just Oh, that would be Groot. so adorable. That, that's like what was in my head. And so you then know I'm like, a oh, certain section of the internet would fucking hate that. Oh, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck and I'm for it. But yeah, so, so we get this like cute animation Little segment that's showing twerking th- with cardi b 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we get this cute little section that kind of shows the very first Christmas for for Star Lord and you know Yondu Shaw like God's straight up character. kicks over the tree and is like we, we don't we don't fucking celebrate Christmas yeah. in this place you know <laughs> what I mean like he, I was waiting for Rooker to bust out a fucking right there because it really was like he was real fucking close and, I'm, and I'm wondering whole, if we get a DVD of this will there be like a director's there's cuts? gotta be and but, the, uh, whole, the whole thing is like Peter's teaching Craglin uh Sean Gunn's character about Christmas because that's like the the that's how it ends is after fucking uh Yandu flips out and starts busting the Christmas tree at the ground it cuts to Craglin in real life and is like and that's how Yandu ruined Christmas is Sean Gunn is just a a gem of a human being so good dude so good but yeah so we we cut to that that's how that's how Yandu ruined Christmas and then we get the strangest cameo in this movie, which is the old 97s yeah. performing as a bunch of aliens doing this awesome song of yeah. their version of Christmas. Can we just go back a second? I feel like I feel like I've been pretty up to date with Marvel Phase 4 movie-wise. If you're asking me a question about Phase 4, you have picked the absolute <laughs> wrong person. Again, but- I have not seen Love and Thunder or... <laughs> Wakanda forever. Yet. So at one, yeah, that's right. I haven't seen Wakanda either. At one point, Nebula says, "Ever since we bought Nowhere from the Collector, like we just haven't had any time to rest." And I'm like, these motherfuckers just bought a planet, like, and nobody talked about that. No one <laughs> like, when up. did that happen? I was, I, I guess it was mentioned in here. There was a lot of those moments where it was like, we bought a planet. And then Mantis is like, I'm Peter's sister. And I'm like, did we talk about that at so, some point? So like, fuck. I know what that was, was mentioned in the second movie. So so the Peter's sister thing, because I, th- I literally listened to the Geekscape episode breaking this down. Yeah. Um, and I think they said that that is like an after credit segment of maybe Guardians 2. Okay. Or, or some other movie. There is like an after credit. I, I want to say it's Guardians 2. There's like an after credit sequence that shows Mantis's mom with uh, Kurt Russell's character. Okay, and that's All like right. how that's established. It's got it's 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 got to be something different because I think um, the end the credit scene for Guardians 2 was supposed to be the reveal of uh, Zac Efron as what's his face Adam Warlock. Yeah, I was like, when was. <laughs> Mantis's mom shown in Marvel. <laughs> Let's see. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 cut scene with Mar- uh, Mantis's mom reveal. There okay. we go. So Sweet. they filmed something and then it didn't make it and we just had to <laughs> okay. piece it together ourselves. All right. So, and uh, I, and so- I, I, it didn't bother me too much, but I, I did like for a second go like did I fucking miss something? Like, what did I, I was like, they wouldn't, they probably wouldn't have brought this up in the Eternals. And I didn't see that. Like, like when, when did this happen? But yes, going back to the 97s, because this shit was awesome. This song rules. This is a great song. This song's amazing. This song rules so much that when they do the updated version, that's more accurate. I'm like, ah, nah. (laughs) Yeah. I want the insane made up bullshit version of this song. Yeah. And I love it. Like, um, the band comes in as aliens and there is this before this is this is after cosmo 
Cosmo, yeah, they do the hint at Cosmo. Oh, they bring God. in Cosmo for a second, um, who fantastic. I think will be a big part of part volume three, which is dope. I'm excited for that because I remember we got a uh, cameo by Cosmo in Guardians, I believe. And um, that was neat. I really like the. I, I really want those treats over there. You got <laughs> like that shit just made me chuckle. Um, but yeah, Peter comes across this alien band and they're like, hey, we uh, wrote this song for Christmas. Can you tell us how accurate it is? Because they got their information from Craglin. Or no, they got their information from Rocket, who got their information from Cosmo, who got their information from uh, Craglin. So the old 97s song begins innocent enough with, hey, it's Christmas, it's about Santa, woo-woo. And then it turns into, like, Santa Claus having a fucking flamethrower and, like, trying to pipe some, like, chicks and stuff. Like, it's a, it is amazing. It is a fantastic Christmas jam all throughout Chris Pratt, of course, uh, giving those, oh, what? This isn't right. Facial expressions. Yeah. I do enjoy the part where the lead singer's fucking arm is <laughs> twirling completely in a circle. I don't know if you noticed this, but his arm is just going around and around and around and around. And Peter literally goes, how are you doing this? Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> See, here's the thing that I like about the Guardians of the Galaxy movies in general is that, I mean, they're obviously Star Wars. It's James Gunn's yeah. Star Wars. He's doing yeah. Star Wars. But James Gunn remembers that as a kid, the dopest parts of watching Star Wars is the fucking cantina in Jabba's palace scene where there's yep. just a bunch of weird-ass aliens. Yep. And he's just like, all right. Like, if they're traveling around the galaxy, there should be weird-ass aliens fucking everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so I do appreciate that it's like, for Star Wars, it's like, man, there's a lot of people who look like humans on these different planets. Yeah. And like for James Gunn stuff, it's like there's about five people that look yeah. like people in this. It's uh, so which fun, is dope. dude. And the, the the plot picks up as they're trying to figure out how to cheer Peter up. Because not yeah, only wanna, yeah, like not only is it Christmas, but he's also still fucking bombed, bummed because of the whole Gamora mess. Yeah. So they're like, let's make him happy. What can we do? And my God, I'm not sure a series has got, I don't, I'm not sure any other series has gotten this long of a play on a throwaway bit joke. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, they really, I I like bear, because I haven't watched the, the, guardians films in a really long time i'm like did he really bring up kevin bacon that much in those movies (laughs) like the fucking kevin bacon thing that we're gonna kidnap kevin bacon which is just a ref like again we could be wrong we are we are definitely not a marvel uh podcast but i'm pretty sure it's just like a throwaway line like it's a throwaway line and then it comes back at the end because he wins with a dance-off yeah. So, but but it's so weird to me that that's the direction they went. They're like, remember they went, they went with Bacon it. So, <laughs> so yeah, Drax and Mantis decide. All right, we're gonna go find this Kevin Bacon, and this is where you get this punk rock version of "I Wish It Was Christmas Today" yeah. from I SNL. Wish it was Christmas today, and I have that version on my playlist because the SNL one isn't on, like album music at all it's a fun little punky version of i wish it was christmas today after a little bit of confusion they are tipped up they they end up in a bar 
that is very yeah. reminiscent to Nightmare on Elm Street 2's bar uh, yes. in a lot of ways. Yes, it is. <laughs> where I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if this bar is what I think this bar is. And that's but- funny because I was watching it. And I was like, oh, I think they are. Like, I, yeah. And I couldn't. <laughs> I was it's- like, man, all right. <laughs> it's very vague, funny. but that's that's the vibe I get. Yes. I will say, I feel like the scene goes a little too long. It does. It's it's it like, does. it's an unreasonable amount of this, like, fairly short special is them getting drunk in this bar. So the, the, um, the bartender is played by, what is his name? Flula Borg. And he has been, like, just popping up and random things. Like, people are very fond of him. He was in Pitch Perfect 2. Um, he was in the Suicide Squad, Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Good Place. He's done a ton of stuff with Conan. Like, he has been popping up recently very often. I just don't find him funny. <laughs> I just I just don't find him funny. I I <laughs> I mean, so, like, I might be in the same boat because you named a lot of stuff that I watch and like, and I'm yeah. like, who is this person? Yeah, I don't know. I knew there were going to be like cameos in this, and I was really disappointed by those cameos because, yes, the old 97s, that song ripped, but I wish it was a band that I was into. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like the old 97s, but, like, my yeah. connection with the old 97s is that they did a lot of songs I liked in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not like if it was, like, fucking Green Day, where I'm like, yeah. my childhood fandom of yeah. Green Day. What? Yeah. That's wild. No, very Real different. Big Fish is there. Yeah. Because you know that'd be some off-the-wall shit that, like, James Gunn would do? Because you're, well, like, looking. Let's talk oh, about hey, this for a second. There's uh, Lloyd Kaufman in the background yeah. of... <laughs> James Gunn and I may have the same Christmas playlist is what I concluded because at one point Fountains of Wayne I Want an Alien for Christmas also shows up and I'm like this is ridiculous. We have talked about that. When that song started playing I was like I think we've talked about this song on the podcast before. Yeah it's possible that we have. Yeah like it's just popped up. It is mind-blowing and heartbreaking how many original scripts are written every year but are never made. So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscovered Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. you come in. I'm Shane O'Hare of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. Join myself, Derek Krenevelt, and a guest every fortnight as we discuss video game news, video game reviews, and dissections. That's Geekscape Games every two weeks on Geekscape.net. 
my notes kind of get smaller and smaller as the show went on, but they, yeah. they get kicked out of the bar. Yep. Someone suggested they get a map to the stars to find yeah. Kevin Bacon. And for like five seconds, there's just this crazy fucking animation of them moving <laughs> through the map, the map. Them going through the map, yeah. But then we get this stupid joke that I love so very much that Which Kevin Bacon is watching Santa Conquers the Martians on TV yeah. just before they show up. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, Drax and Mantis show up. This is where we get the Fountains of Wayne song. Yeah. And slowly they realize that he's not a great warrior like they were no. led to believe, but, but you an know actor. How they, so do you know like the part that made me go like, mm, I just wish they would have went a little bit further with that. When they talk about him taking on Jason Voorhees. Yeah. And he just responds with, well, actually, I got an arrow through the throat. Yeah. I was sitting there and, and, and me being the asshole that I was and the chair going, and it wasn't even Jason. It was his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Of course you did, mumbling. But this yeah. leads to my favorite. Like life. I feel like Teddy was like, "What?" I was said, "I said it. I said it wasn't even Jason. It was his mom that stabbed him in the throat." Um, and I don't even remember what the line is, where this line comes in. But this leads what? to the only line of dialogue I wrote down, which is, "He's not a loser. He's great. We don't hate him at all." <laughs> like, Man, I think it's because like fucking Mantis is like, he's an actor. Yeah, and we hate Drax actors. is like, oh, we hate actors. They're <laughs> repulsive. <laughs> yeah. Which fucking a, I absolutely adore Dave Batista. Like so I good. think I could watch him in pretty much anything at this point. He like is... he just makes me smile. It's it's really funny to think about. At one point in time, the closest we ever got to a wrestler trans like moving into Hogan. acting was Hulk Hogan and, and, and it was rough and <laughs> it was rough and bad. And we'll probably be talking about one, uh, just in time for WrestleMania. Yeah, um, but, yep, yep, yep. but, uh, then it's like in the last like couple years, we've had like three or four of these people just like fucking take the ball and run with it and yeah. absolutely crush it in that transition. And yeah, Given like how much acting is involved in wrestling, you feel like the percentage should be way higher. It's duh, of- because I always talk to people like we've we've taken our fair amount of shit for being wrestling fans. Like not as much as people will claim, like, oh you yeah. made fun of for being a wrestling fan. But we've got we've got friends who's like, I don't know how you watch that fake shit. Yeah. Um it's just combat theater, guys. Like, I mean, it's literally combat theater. That's what it's wrestling also on is on television. Which is also filled with fake shit. <laughs> exactly. Like, I just <laughs> don't a, understand. It's a television <laughs> show where people fake things. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Can you believe, though, that at one point, like, WWE did not believe that, like, Guardians was going to do anything? Do anything? Yeah. Like, that's fucking wild to me. Absolutely yeah, wild to me. But yeah, but, we, in what, in the last, like, 15 years, maybe 20 years because I'm older than I ever give myself credit for. Yeah, um, yeah it was like The Rock, who had yep. a r- rough start. You know what I mean? But now it's like, <laughs> oh, no, this is like a legitimate, like, the like, dude can fucking act. Now. Yeah. Like, that's like, what he is like, now. That's what he's doing And, like, for John now. Cena and Dave Bautista, like, yeah. saw that and went after yeah. it. And it's like, I sometimes sit there and I'm like, who is going to be next? Like, who is going to be the next person? I think, like, John Cena and Dave Bautista kind of did it right mostly dave batista did it right 
because the like Dwayne came out and did the action movie thing and is still doing the action movie thing. He's still an action movie star. And when John Cena did it, I think he was very like bland and very, oh, it's just another wrestler becoming an action movie star. Like yeah. what's cool about that? Yeah, John and Cena John didn't really Cena take off until he started doing his comedy doing stuff. Doing comedy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I and Dave Batista kind of skipped that portion. Like he had done well, other stuff. He found stuff, the perfect like, balance though. Yeah. Guardians was this perfect balance where he could be an action star and a comedic actor yeah. at the exact same time. Fuck, he just and makes it, me laugh, man. It, he does. He's so and he's, he's so a person cute. Who, like who he's so bores me to death as a wrestler. Like when I yeah. see him show up in a wrestling match, I'm like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like when he's in a movie, I'm I like, oh, love, I'll watch it. <laughs> I do love like certain times heel well, Batista. Keep in mind, my first exposure to Dave Batista was literally Blue Tista. Like, was, was it really? Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, I, what I is forget this? sometimes that yeah, you were no. Not, I didn't come into wrestling until the. The Wyatts were what brought me into wrestling. That's so like why that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well all it, they they Dude, yeah. they show that it's Kevin Bacon. Um Peter does not take this well. He's like, You fucking oh, dude, kidnapped somebody. Hold on. Did you not get a tear in your eye at first though? Like when Oh they, yeah, no, that's no. That's the moment Peter comes into to nowhere and you can tell he's bummed, but that they turn the planet or that little section of the planet. Oh, into that part. I think the if they just did that, they would have been fine. <laughs> beautiful. Like, oh, Christmas it's great. Village style. And, and Peter's like, you could tell he's about to cry and I fucking teared up. So yes, this did make me cry. And that's when like, he's like, he's sitting there and everything goes quiet. You just hear Kevin Bacon go like, Hey, I can't breathe in here. <laughs> Can we put some holes in this thing? Because Kevin Bacon is still under a trance. Mantis had to put him into a trance to be okay with being on the ship. So he comes out and he's perfectly fine with everything. And Peter's like, you put Kevin Bacon under a trance? Yeah. Yeah. Peter does not handle this well. No, he's not a fan. But Sean Gunn, as he's flying Kevin Bacon back home, is uh you know just saying yeah you know people really love Peter he was such a big fan of yours he even saved the world through dance because he saw you do it in Footloose and that's when Kevin Bacon's like you know what everyone knows one thing about Kevin Bacon is that Kevin Bacon <laughs> fucking loves his fans so Kevin Bacon <laughs> is gonna skip some Christmas with his family <laughs> to to make sure that this one spaceman that he'll never meet again <laughs> has a good Christmas. Uh, which yeah, is just man, turn I, me around. Let's go back. I always love the trope of like actor playing themselves in a thing that's just like so. So we've talked about Clone High already, but one yes. of my favorite lines in any episode of Clone High is uh, there's a whole subplot where the principal hates John Stamos because John Stamos beat him as prom king at their <laughs> high school homecoming. Yeah, and then the principal throws a prom and rigs it so that he'll win prom king. But at the last second, John Stamos just shows up to drop in and visit his favorite friend from high school. Yeah, and everyone votes him prom king because they're like, "Oh my god, it's John Stamos!" And uh, the principal stabs John Stamos in the eye with the crown that he was supposed to win, and it's a bloody mess or whatever. But then John Stamos still saves everybody. Yeah, (laughs) and the principal's like. But John, why? I've tried to murder you multiple times, and as he's dying, he just goes, 
yeah, it just turns out John Stamos is a pretty great guy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's here. Just turns out. That's the line. That's the line I always think of whenever any actor is brought in to play like this amazingly giving person of themselves. It's just like, yeah, it just turns out Kevin Bacon's a pretty great guy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we get we get another song and it's a good time. And then we've already hinted at it. But Mantis is like, Peter. I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm your half sister. And Peter's like, oh, my God, I get a sister. This is like the greatest Christmas gift I could ever receive. She was so worried because Kevin, I mean, Kevin, Jesus, uh, Peter's father, like, is the reason he lost his mom. Yeah. And he was worried or she was worried that he would hate, hate her for it. And it's just it's just another beautiful moment, man. Yeah. No, it's good. It's like I said, it's a good special. But. Again, the strikes that I do have to throw on this a little bit is like fucking just couldn't just couldn't it be a standalone? Like it did like I didn't need us to have these plot points brought up. Like I did like it's like I don't care. Like the, like, which, the what, like what? Plot like points? the mantis, like the mantis, like I'm your sister thing. thing. Like okay. Like because if you were watching this without context, yeah, you wouldn't like, what the know fuck what is the this like, going on. That's why I wanted it to be the Groot thing. Because I yeah. feel like Groot is like such a well-known character that it's just like, hey, here's like a dumb, fun... I think that that's what keeps this from falling into that yearly watch category yeah. for me. Where, you know, they're, the Garfield Christmas special, you didn't need to know fucking shit about what was going on in the world of Garfield to watch that yeah. Christmas special out of context. You know what I mean? Like, I just want us to have... TV show standalone episodes that don't tie to any bigger picture. Like yeah. it's easier for us to do episodes on it as well because uh-huh. we don't have to go into it assuming that the audience has kept up with Marvel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. That's true. I mean, I feel like you could have done this easily with just taking that out. Yeah, like, and I still fun. think this was a would have been a great special. This, this is great. I have this like it sounds like I'm complaining. Not complaining. Love yeah. this. This was a delight. I just I was really prepared for this to be the the Christmas special that I walked away saying, well, that's a yearly watch now. And yeah. I didn't. But it was still fun. It's it fun. was still heartwarming. It's fun. And that's that's kind of all I want from my Marvel stuff anymore. Yeah. Because I'm tired. It'd just be fun. I'm just tired, fun. Matt. Like, I'm really, I'm it, really tired. I don't want to be the person who complains about there being too many superhero movies, but like there are too many. There are. We've reached a point where (laughs) I can't defend it anymore. And I used to be able to defend it. I was like, yeah, but it's all building towards something. It's all building towards something. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that shit was awesome. And it built towards it and it was fucking great. I think, and I've talked about this on, on weird algorithm. I'm pretty sure. But I also just think that we are, we are at this point in society where, like, maybe it's not great for us to have a trillion options of different things to watch. Like, like I think that the fact that there's, like, 40 different streaming sites that are all offering their individual exclusive streaming content, like, and I'm not even talking about, like, from a financial stance, is, like, when there wasn't the streaming option, when it was, like, you either DVR'd it or you, like, watched it live, like there was something to be said about it bringing us closer together because we all like agreed that like lost was the show that everyone in America yeah, was going to watch yeah. and talk about, or like yep. the Sopranos was that show or, or whatever. And I don't know, man, like this, you only really get that anymore once in a lifetime with like a game of Thrones or yeah. with like an award show, like, yeah. or like the only times where it's like everyone anonymously, like, 
everyone is watching the same thing at the same time and I like discussing it. I think that's why I still like I still like watching wrestling. Yeah. And it's and the be- one thing that unites us yep. because like that's kind of what keeps me out of the loop is because I don't yeah. have TV. I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch it the next day. Yeah. Like part of exactly. the fun of watching wrestling is being in. Well, a it's wrestling is a thousand times more fun. Even a bad wrestling show is more fun if you're around yes. other people yeah, watching yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, But then also be like when something fucking wild happens and you like log on to Twitter or Hive or whatever like Instagram or whatever people are just like holy fucking shit like it's cool and the memes start floating in immediately yep. because it's like there yep. is no there's you wrestling is something you go into knowing like I can't avoid spoilers I'm either gonna watch it or it's gonna be spoiled for me and that's why like and I'll say this all the time I much like you I just love event television yeah I just super love event I could TV. care I could give yep. a shit about football but I'll watch the Super Bowl hell yeah but that um na- uh from the time we're recording this next Thursday is the game awards. And yeah. I told Teddy, I was like, it's, it's one of those things that like, I hate to be this way, but I need to be home for that. Yeah. Like, I know. I want be, to, I don't want to do, I don't, if we have plans, cancel them. I want to yeah. be home because I want to be on my computer. And whenever, when they show the, the trailer for, Whatever the fuck that we've all just been clamoring for, it's a it's a good moment to just yeah. I want to I want to make everyone. more time for like the Emmys and the Golden Globes yeah. and the Oscars yeah. and stuff because like it sucks that I haven't been staying on top of movies as much as I used to, but like I still like you know even like with the infamous slap last year, like yeah. being able to like see that go wild online and be like wait what happened like yeah. i was like having to see it after the fact but yeah oh no we're we're on such a crazy say, tangent <laughs> it is but but i will say i think the thing that distances me from that is just and we've talked about this before is the discourse like i just don't yeah it's the conversation after the fact the opposite but, direction yeah and i just can't do it anymore man yeah. but hey before we we wrap this up since we've last talked you've now watched another episode of the santa claus we're not we're not getting into this go on man i watched two more episodes two more oh that's right because you didn't watch three i I watched episode three you watched episode four and i said that i would not watch it if it goes a certain way and it went that way and more yeah for sure so Um, i'm not watching it so i'll just watch guardians (laughs) so what they've so what the okay we'll we'll get into it very very quickly very briefly what happened was that they officially name Cal Penn's character as the new Santa. Wild. And they go and live their normal lives. And the episode is them adjusting to being in the real world, which does draw this interesting line where now they're in a real world society. And the whole point was that so they could spend more time with their dad. But now Scott Calvin is available to them, but they're like making friends at school and they're like having their own jobs and careers. And now like Scott Calvin is left alone all the time while they have lived their own lives. I'm yeah. interested where this is going because I'm like, there's ends with like Scott Calvin hanging himself. Well, <laughs> well, so then, then all of these elves are disappearing and Oh fuck. Like they're like evaporating because they're like rebelling against Santa because Calvin, uh, Cal Penn is like launching this new thing. That's like Christmas every day where it's like, we're going to use the tech that we have at the North Pole to make it Christmas every day. Anything that people wish for, we're just going to deliver it to them right then and there. And the elves are like, you're going to ruin the Is magic like of Christmas. And it's, or? Yeah, 
I guess. I, but they're like <laughs> disappearing. Free, they're then I'm like, this guy sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> no, he's like, well, and they're like, no, if you make it every day, you're going to ruin like everything that makes Christmas magical. And yeah. then he fires Betty. He's like, if you're going to talk back to me, like, I guess I don't need a head elf anymore because Christmas doesn't matter anymore. Right. And he like yeah. fires her. But he also lost the coat. Like he didn't, he doesn't have Santa's coat. So she finds Santa's coat and she's like, I think we need to send him is what she says. And then the very last shot is like Scott Calvin talking to his family. And all of a sudden everything freezes and like a gloved hand comes and taps him on the shoulder. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? (laughs) Oh fuck. I got to watch this shit now. (laughs) Damn it. Well, so like, Bernard's gonna show up eventually. Cause oh, maybe that's said, who it is. Maybe it's Bernard yeah. all all yeah. dressed up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm very. People inter- were confused. They were like, Bernard's an elf. How can he age? And that motherfucker looks way different than he yeah, did mate. as a kid. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But I, I am curious to see where they go with this. Yeah, I'm. I I I'm not enjoying it. It's almost like I'm hate watching it. But like, I do want to know. Like, are they gonna? His kids are doing great. So it's like they want to be here. Like, does he like kind of go back to the North Pole? Like, is this the end? Of, like, I don't know. There's only two more episodes to find out. So I'm just going to hate watch the next like 25 minutes of these. Obviously, everyone listening has either not watched it at all or already knows the answer to done. these questions. Like, but whatever. That's It is what I it is. I had to do it, right. man. So... Uh, Happy Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, Dylan. Happy Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special to you too, man. Whoa, oh, whoa, now we won't stop till the big ball drops on New Year's. It is mind-blowing and heartbreaking how many original scripts are written every year but are never made. So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscovered Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 